Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the great German pastor and theologian and Nazi resistor, said, quote, The first sign that you're awakening to God is a new anger over sin. And he was speaking not of the sins of others, but of your own sin. Hating sin in other people's lives is pretty easy to do. We're all experts at spotting the faults and the wrongs of others. It's because our sin nature sets us up to compare our deeds to those of others and then conclude I'm not as bad as he or she. Jesus reminds us in the Sermon on the Mount to to beware of that, to beware of calling out the speck in another's eye while we tolerate the beam that's in ours. He said it's the height of hypocrisy. Our flesh is sin's friend. And unfortunately for us, the standard for our behavior is not comparison to the culture around us or the person standing next to us. Our standard is the holy God. And to hate our own sin requires us to first acknowledge that we do it and that our hearts are depraved. John, in his first letter in the New Testament, said, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. When we humbly admit our sin, and our sinfulness, we put ourselves in position to receive God's remedies for sin, his help, his comfort, his deliverance, his power to be transformed, his forgiveness. This is how you were saved. You first had to admit your sin and the impossibility of saving yourself and your desperate need for the sinless Savior, Jesus Christ, and he's the one who saved you. And in acknowledging our depravity and our unrighteousness, we're reminding ourselves of the great truth of God's grace. There is a vast chasm between holy God and sinful man, and it is impossible for us to cross it on our own. No amount of good works can span that great gap, only the cross on which Jesus died. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father. No one can cross that chasm except through me. I encourage you to be mindful today of the cost of your sin. It's a good thing to hate your sin. Sin alienates us from God. It hurts us. It hurts others. And I encourage you to be mindful of what God has offered and what he has done about your sin. I think Paul says it best, 2 Corinthians 5, 20 and 21. He says, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That verse has been called the great exchange. The sinless Savior giving his life for sinful man, with no chance on his own of gaining righteousness, so that sinful man could gain the righteousness of Jesus simply through faith in him. The better we understand the high price of our own sin, the more we'll appreciate the great sacrifice of Jesus. In doing so, we will hate sin, especially our own. And inevitably, we will humbly and graciously deal with the sinners who are in our lives. The world could use Christians like that. Let me pray that for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for the great exchange. The sinless Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, 
giving his life for sinful people, that we might gain his righteousness and not our own. Help your son, your daughter, to hate sin, starting first with their own. This will cause them to be devoted to you and enable them to truly hate sin but love the people who are in it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.